bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Привет. That means welcome in Russian, kind of. Hello. <laughs> welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and I am going to be playing Hector Lashian. This is Jeremy, and I'm playing Yuri, Save the Girl, Vitrinko. This is Jordan, and I'm playing Murder Everybody, Vasily Petrov. Uh, it's Carlin, and I'm playing Barry Turkleton, who's going to get some times two. <laughs> <laughs> this is Johnny playing Gregor Vixel. This is Jeff playing, playing Chekhov Bellini. Playing the numbers with the dice rolls. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, as we left off last time, Chekhov, Yuri, and Ektor were trying to beat a face into submission. You had just had a face removed. Mm-hmm. And you... Were unconscious, and then the other two, Chekhov and Yari, were beating a face. And things being what they were, the master did not like that. But in the meantime, we were over talking with Barry, who's about to find out what <coughs> Kevin. I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want you to show me. He has, he has talked to, to Kevin Sorbo. We've Ask your forgiveness, real Kevin Sorbo, for using your name in this way. <laughs> we don't know what Kevin Sorbo likes. In-game, we do. I was a little shocked. <laughs> yes, we're going to go talk to Natalia, the Hatter, to see if she would be interested in maybe a polyamorous relationship. She needs a place to live. That's how I'm going to appeal to her. So, you're going to go to her father's, father's house. house? Hopefully he's not there. Even Rod. Odd. Ah, even. He's home. Natalia's father answers the door. Uh, sir, I was... My friend and I were here, and uh, we <laughs> wanted to speak with your daughter. Is she around? <sighs> yes, uh, she's upstairs. Um, may I ask your name? Barry Turkleton. And wh- how does she know you? We're good friends. Good friends. And this man, I'm sure you know... He's the master of sanitation for the entire town. This is Kevin Sorbo. I do know Mr. Sorbo, yes. He cleans the gutters in front of my house. He cleans a great many things, and excellently. Uh, one moment, please. And he closes the door. Rude. A few moments pass. Do you really think this is really going to work? Who's saying that? Kevin. Oh, that's Kevin. I mean, you don't know unless you try. Just I don't saying. know, it just feels, it feels so... Right? Good. Sudden. Well, a lot of things are sudden in life. She's got to roll with the punches, though. Sometimes you just have to roll the dice, I guess. Exactly. The door opens, and there's Natalia. Talia. Barry. Talia, how are you? So, um, Kevin and I were just over at the bar, and uh, we were going to um, go back to the master's place and hang out at my abode within the master's place, and we were, you know, just wanting to see if anyone else wanted to come along and hang out with us, maybe have a few drinks up there, and, uh, you know, just talk about life, where it can take us, the things we can experience. Barry, I would, but I've made a promise to myself never to go to the castle. Why? Do you really have to ask? Well, I mean, I live there, so... That was a difference that I was willing to overlook. I can assure you, you will be in the best hands between myself and Mr. Sorbo here, who make you feel as safe as possible. As long as you're sandwiched between us, everything will be fine. I... <laughs> it sounds like villainy. Or an overture. Or an overture. Or an overture. It's an overture. It's an overture. Because nothing bad's going to happen. In fact, he's promising the opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ten. Two. Yep. Point of love. We're going to party. Okay. She agrees, and you all start heading up towards the castle. 
I think now's a good time to pivot to our good friend, Gregor. I am a fool! <laughs> Gregor, you see Yuri and Chekhov and Ektar. They seem to be, like, stomping on something. Okay. I wander over towards them. Arius, are you stomping as well? I mean, I don't know how long you typically stay knocked out. Typically just a few moments. Then it generally whenever seconds. I come to, yes, I will be <laughs> grabbing at that face as well. Oh, uh, so, uh, what are you guys doing? Did Master tell you to kick the dirt or something? His face was eating his face. Is that one of the Master's faces? Stops immediately and, like, backs up off the face. <laughs> While and everybody's looking down at the face, Yuri's going to try and go off in the direction that Misha went. And just go and try and run off. And this is when we notice that Master's coming out of the castle, I guess? Oh, yes. Is the face still moving? Oh, yes. I'm going to stand on it. Like, not like on it, on it, but, you know, put my foot on it so it doesn't squirm away. Tries to bite your foot, and, like, it's just an, an open hole that leads off into nothing. Uh, no, I'm pulling my foot back. I'm messing with that. I would say I would take my cloak, but I don't have anything on. Not fully naked, but yes. So is there any piece of cloth or anything around that I can... Yes. There's a little bit of an... Like a small awning over the potato. Potato awning. The potato awning, yes. Right. A potato I, I want something I can wrap the face up in. Well, I mean, you could rip that down and wrap it. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I'll grab it and yank. Okay. I'm just going to just toss it over the face and just try to grab it up and wrap it up in it. Okay. You are able to do that. How damaged is the face from the beating it's received? It's got a, it's got a lot of bruises and it's starting to look a, a bit torn at the edges. Like you know, like a parchment, an old parchment. How it's kind of, it's starting to get some jagged edges like that to it. Comparison between that and Petire's face. What? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, Hector's face takes the cake. Oh yeah. When he was born with that. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's pustules. <laughs> I guess I, I look at these two and say, uh, the master's on his way. I'm sure he knows what's happened. Mm-hmm. And I continue on my way carrying the face in the satchel. I am a fool. Well, I still need to get Potato Girl. So I'm going to follow after Yuri, who's following after Misha. I'm going to wait for the master. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it's a wise idea to take the face? You'll yes, find out. I do. Okay. Because I'm not going to keep it from the master. I'm protecting it for the master. Sure, he'll know the difference. Sure. <laughs> I'm right. sure. I'm sure he'll know the difference. Seems like a kill the messenger kind of guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it doesn't take long for the master to arrive. Just moments, honestly, because they're coming quickly. Okay. It is a full complement of guards. As the master's coming up. I'm going to kneel and wait. Okay. And you've taken off? Yeah, I'm chasing after Potato Girl. Okay. You're trying to catch I'm, her? I'm trying to, yeah, catch up with her. Okay. So, so am I. We can hide. <laughs> he ran off first, so let's deal with him. Yeah, I catch up to her. Yes. It takes a little doing because she's quite terrified. Runs up from behind her and he's trying to convince her to, to slow down for a second. It's like, me, Misha, Misha. She turns and she sees you and she just keeps on going. It's like, I, I, I can help you hide. She stops and she turns and looks at you. You can help me hide? Yes. Sounds like you're making an overture. Yes, I am. <sighs> A little game. Hide the potato. <laughs> <laughs> so your reason is seven minus your self-loathing. Mm. Which is six. Which is six. Oh. Yeah, his self-loathing has gotten high. Yeah, because I keep failing and it's Jeff. Yeah. Looks like, <laughs> looks like everyone hope hinges on me scoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh! We both rolled a four. It's a tie, so something interrupts. Yeah, me. Sure does. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I catch up. So, what do you want to do, Jeff? Pick him out of the way and grab the girl. Okay. So, like full on run so up violence against PC first. Yeah, there we go. Come on, no force. Of course, please let this roll be excellent. Fifteen. Eighteen! Ooh, he got out of the way. Wow. Oh, cause, yeah! Because he rolled one more four than you did. It is. Mm. So, one point of self-loathing. You have one more point of self-loathing now? Yeah. yeah. 
and you get weirdness. Well done, sir. So you avoid the kick. How do you how do you avoid the kick? Because you would have to get through me because to get to her. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just jump back, like still staying in between you and Misha. I think you would need to like do something a little bit more. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and kick him back. Okay. Same roll again. Dang. A lot of fours and a lot of ones. Thirteen. Eighteen. Ooh, he gotcha. He gotcha. He pegged ya. You gonna kick me in the nads? <laughs> Am I? Am I? Yes. yes. When? Now! <laughs> <laughs> so while he's doubled over, he's gonna try and make another overture. Okay. And say, you must follow me. Okay. Reason minus self I said, yeah. Yeah, one. One. I'm mad that this little kid keeps <laughs> invading me. One. One. Versus three. Three. Use a hero point. Oh, wait. <laughs> Wrong <word. laughs> Six. Okay. So she doesn't want to follow me. No, she doesn't. Just let her die. That face is going to be gone. But look on the bright yeah. side. Hector can wear it for you. As I see her hesitating, Yuri's going to tell her, it's like, the, the, the master wants to take your face. Oh, that's another overture. You will die. I think the master's not gonna find out about that. Oh, find he's finding out. Oh, he's gonna find out. Yeah. You're Two, in trouble. Three. That's why. Man, this is the most <laughs> stubborn person yeah. in peril. Yeah, I know. No, I, I do not. I do not want to have anything to do with this. You just, you two, you need to get away from me, both of you. Just leave me alone, constable. She starts yelling. I am the constable. You are the brute squad. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to try and, and just run away from you guys at this point. She's had enough of your shenanigans. Is she running back towards the potato or cart? Away. Away. I'm not going back towards the potato cart. Actually, no. She's like, as you're trying to follow her, she loops around back towards the potato cart. I loop around back to the potato cart because that's where the master is. Okay. Master, I believe this is yours. And I hand him the... Uh, Satchel. And he is just ripping Hector a new one. I'm just sitting there taking it. Because he's the master. So you hand him the... The face. satchel with the face in it, yes. And he opens it up. And it's kind of wiggling a little bit, you know. And he just takes the face in his hands. And he just, like, holds it to his chest. And he goes... <gasps> Ew. Gross. Like, something that has been very, like, very precious to him. Like, imagine a child who's lost a teddy bear... And when he gets the teddy bear back, you know, just holding it as close as he Does he say anything to me? You may go back to the palace. Thank you, master. To the castle. He has delusions of palace. Head back to the castle. And he also, as you walk away, he tells you to resume your normal duties. Which is reward enough for you. It is. Hector. Yes, master. You have displeased me. Of course, master. I want you to go to the surgeon. And I want him to cut open every single boil on your face. How dare you touch my treasure with that filth. Master, your treasure attacked me. Lies. Yes, Master. Lies. (laughs) It would never do such a thing. Yes, Master. And once your boils have been cut open, you will go to the sewers. You will smear filth. Yes, Master. That, that sounds like an order. Mm-hmm. Definitely a command. I need love minus weariness, so I get one. I got a three. Best you could do. I will spare you one die. Why? Because I had two minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see more than a three. Six. I see one die seven, that says three. Eight, <laughs> ten. All right. What time is it? Yeah. Well, it's about four in the afternoon. Sun's getting real low. Yes, it is. So Yuri has Yuri had a thought. Yuri right, had a thought. Right as Misha is about to round the corner back to the potato cart area. Yes. He is going to try and save her, regardless of. He's going to pick up a rock and just chuck it at her. Okay, that's violence against. Trying to knock NPC. her out. Okay. Violence against NPC. No, she can't be harmed. There's be no love there. Be killed. She can be killed. So I am ro- rolling sixteen. He's not gonna want it anymore. You're rolling sixteen die. Yeah, fear plus self-loathing, right? Yeah, yeah that's sixteen. My fear, self-loathing is now at eleven. 
I get the feeling, um, this, I don't know where this is going. So does that rock go through her head? <laughs> is that what it's going to be? It's not for damage. It's for damage. more love. Yes, you do. You so I can raise my self-loathing. Self-loathing. There's <laughs> a four. It's okay, you got more ones than he has dice, so. <laughs> That's still a, a big number. Fourteen. Twenty-three. Congratulations. You managed to hit the girl you love with a rock. I think that knocks her out. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so, too. All right, so... Because this is very important. He wants to run up, drag her into an alleyway. Okay. A dark alleyway. This does not sound wrong at all. Nope. It's going to sound very wrong. Keep going. But he's going to hide her by laying over top of her. He can hide in the shadows. Yep. Okay. It works out. (laughs) Very. What up? Speaking of pervs. <laughs> hey, no, I'm just looking for love. You're And you're taking me In back. In every place. You're taking back to the castle. The, the question is... Yeah, we're you, going to my room. How do you miss the master while you're on the way to the castle? Alternate path? The back way. There, there's the a, back door. So there's a, cem- there's a cemetery. There's a cemetery <laughs> on the far side of the castle from the town. <laughs> and you go into the cemetery and there's a catacombs. That you can go in, and it takes you... It's the minion entrance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I said, the back door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. There's always a secret path from the cemetery to the villain's castle. Well, yeah. That's true. I mean, it, it, it's just it's standard. 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 Yeah, there's always a back door, and it's there's like, always a way in the back door. When, when the... when the, That's what Kevin thought. No. <laughs> but... When the real estate agent was showing around the castle, it was like, see, nice, airy, has a laboratory already put in, <laughs> yeah. and also here's your standard cemetery back door with no no extra fees. We're in the castle, and yes. go, we are going to my room, my quarters. I don't think I've ever seen this part of the castle before, says Hat Girl. Not many people have, actually. Do a lot of people use these tunnels? Mainly just the people who work here. Kevin uh, says, it's got a bit of a smell to it. Does it have, like, a drainage issues? I, You know, honestly, I haven't taken the time to, to think about that or look around. It's just a pathway to get to and from where we're going. And speaking of where we're going, let's go up to uh, my abode. Got some, uh, some alcohol up there that we can partake in. Have a few little drinks. Relax. So, as you go upstairs... A troop of the spy masters is coming down. You mean the cock blockers? <laughs> no, no, never. Are they approaching me? Or are they? Yeah, they're approaching the group. Yes. Yeah. So we're just walking unless they say something. They like form a line across the stairs going up, like a blockade. Yep. Where are you going? <sighs> to my quarters. Why? Because that's where I live. And these, dear friends. And people who help out at this castle. Hold still. They take off their gloves and they hold out their hands and their fingers just start snaking out like tendrils and they start probing your faces. Don't smack that. I'm definitely smacking those away. Fight them off. So, Jordan, you would be both reason plus weariness? My weariness is three. So, ten. So, yeah, ten. So, most likely a win, but we'll see. So, what is your self-loving, sir? No, fear plus self-loathing is me. That's what he rolls. Jordan, you roll fear plus, plus weariness. Weariness is you. So you I, get I was looking at the wrong Unless one. you want to switch it, you can have no, six I can. and I'll do ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that if you want to make that adjustment. 15, 18, 21. I got 11. So, so, so you like try and swat away at them? Yeah. It doesn't work out. As they're touching your face, their tension to their form starts to bubble and it shifts to look like you and the other two do the same for Natalia and Kevin and they say move along and they go back down into town you're gonna be some repercussions later I'm sure they're gonna do some not good things but until then let's, get let's go to my abode like I was saying <laughs> sorry for the weirdness does this kind of thing happen normally no not at all these are some weird out-of-towners who are here for a little bit. So you go upstairs. Yep. And how would you like to continue with the evening? Pour some drinks for everyone. Okay. 
and just kind of hang out and just relax, have fun, wait for the right amount of inebriation in everyone. <laughs> You're going to take advantage of them. No, just I'm just going to... Uh, an overture with a low target number. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So, and then when the time feels right, because the other thing is you don't just want to get into your room and be like, all right, get, get naked. Yeah. You know, you want to get in, you want to hang out, you want to feel a connection because Tali's coming in the, to this kind of new. So, you know, we just I'm talking to everybody. And then when the time feels right. So, um, Kevin and I were having a talk earlier at the bar and mm-hmm. we were interested in exploring a little bit and thought maybe you might have interest in exploring with us. That sounds like making an overture. Oh, it's beyond. So. That's a lot of fours. Nah, yeah, there's well, there's two, but then I got I two threes, so I have eight. To my one. Yeah. Well, that's another point of love for you. So, um, I'm assuming Maybe with that... I, I think we're going to go ahead and draw a veil over the brown chicken, brown cow. But everyone picture the love-making scene from The Room with Tommy and Lisa. Yeah, okay. You yeah. are my rose, you are my rose, you are my rose. Yes, so it, it goes down. It goes down. And we'll go ahead and transition over to... <clears throat> I was commanded to go get my... Oh, yeah. Get your Sores cut open Ugh. and then smear the sewer in your face. You were told to go back to the castle. I was told to go back to my regular duties. What are your regular duties? He's the... I'm the coachman. Oh. It's a pretty cush life compared to what he was doing. Yeah. <clears throat> You also, when you get back, you find your mask sitting on the coachman's driver's seat. Oh, very nice. I quickly put it back on. That just leaves you two for right now. So if I remember correctly, things were not going as well as he would have wanted because you were going to... He, he not, knocked, you knocked out Misha, Misha and, and dragged hide, her into Hiding her in the shadows of an alley. Okay. So, check off. What are you going to do at this point? Well, if they've gotten away from me and out of sight for long enough, I know that it's no use in trying to find them. Okay. But do you want to go back to the master without her? No. So what are you going to do? Stake out the potato cart. Uh, it's a steak and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steak and potato oil. Just wait until she returns. How long do you want to stay hidden? Well, how long is she out for? Probably a good half hour, 45 minutes okay. at most. So you're just going to lay on top of her for a half hour, 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> for a good solid, like, five minutes, yes. And then just as I sent, would see someone approaching. Just so she can stay hidden. Okay. When she comes to. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, good. You are awake. You must not go back to your cart. Why, why was he chasing us? Chekhov has been sent to take you to the master. He wishes to remove your face. Why? It is because I have displeased him. And he knows I care for you. So he's using me to punish you? Yes. I don't... I don't I'm not going to... No. No, I can't do this. I'm going to go home. And I'm going to go and get my cart tomorrow. Your, your cart is not safe. Well, he can't stay there forever. He's got to leave at some point. Then I'll go get my cart, and then everything will be fine. You you must leave town. No, I'm not going to leave town. My parents are here. My betrothed is here. Who Who is your betrothed? Matthew. Matthew is my betrothed. Where is Matthew? At the docks, at the tavern. He he brings cargo from ships onto the, uh, onto the docks. He... Is not safe either. Well, he's far more capable of handling himself than a little boy is. Oh, sick, sick bird! It's like, I, I, I just save you from Chekhov. Honey, I'm sure that you did your best, and I'm sure it was just enough, but think that you're not quite up to the full task. It's like, no, I, I, I no, know so Master's ways. I can, I, I can protect. Overture. Oh, you want you want this to be an overture? Okay. Yeah, of course. One. Okay. My cell phone thing is way too high. You 
hate yourself. Three. Four. I get the point of love. Well, you would have gotten a point of love anyway. But without another point of point self-love. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chekhov. He has no love. Let's do a quick love check. You have zero love. love. Aaron? I have one love. Yes. I have three. You have... Eight love. Eight love. I have seven. Seven love. Yeah. Where do you need to get? Uh, fear plus weariness. Fear plus I need to get to 12. I need to get to nine. Ooh, you're very close. Yeah, I'm two away. Depending on how active you are tonight, you might get those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I plan to make more overtures as the night goes on. That was good. How about another? I want to ask them both to move in. We're focusing on yeah. this. On I got you. Let's focus on his love for a little bit. Your overture is successful. How, how do you want to define that? His plea is that he can protect her. Yes. Because he knows Chekhov and what the master is going to do. It's like, uh, we must stay hidden in shadows tonight. They cannot find me. When you're in shadows, they cannot find you. They can find you. If I'm with you, they cannot find you either. Have you been able to do this for a long time? For as long as I remember. All right, well, we can go hide in the school. No one's going to be there tonight, so it's quiet. I don't think that Chekhov is going to be looking for us in the school. It's further away from where I left the potato cart. I assume it's getting close to dusk. I was imagining that it was on the late side of dusk, actually. Okay, he looks up the the sky. It's like we must wait. Yeah, half a, half an hour. Okay, it's getting cold here. Don't you feel cold? A, a little. We keep each other warm. <laughs> Overture. That's <laughs> <laughs> played, but okay. Roll that single die. Oh yeah, that's right. Three, three. Oh, something interrupts. Oh. oh. <laughs> Barry oh. walks up. What? Barry's busy. Barry's, yes, he is. Barry's busy. Oh, oh, no. Other Barry. Oh, yes. Yes, other Barry. <gasps> oh. The spine <laughs> Barry. Mr. Creepy Fingers. Like right up to the edge of the alley or just? Right down the alley. Um, He's going to assume that he can still hide, so he's going to kind of quickly lay himself across... We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. You ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? You ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! And we're back. Barry says, you can manipulate the shadows for some, and that's a start. But if you are truly going to become one of us, you will need to learn to control your powers much more. Little boy, says Barry. How do you how, how do you see me, Barry? How do you see your, yourself? You you are not Barry. I'm not you either. But I am like you. Does it shape shift? Yes. What is in this alleyway? You. Her. Well, yes. It. A cat. Flurkin? Yeah. <laughs> no, Flurkin is not in it. There is... There Basically, is. I want to commit violence against an NPC <laughs> and wield the thing that I think is going to be most damaging. Okay. Uh, there are plenty of loose cobblestones. Yeah, I'm going to try and throw another rock. You're good at throwing rocks. Yeah. I'm a 12-year-old boy. I'm good at throwing rocks. Yes, it was 16. Versus... 13. 12. He needs 16. I need four more. There's a four. So you're bound to get fours on that method. Yeah. 20s. Yeah, 26. Throw another rock. Okay. So you throw the rock, and the rock 
goes through the mirror image of your face. What was imitating you just loses all cohesion, and it just disappears and runs off into a grave. Turns to Misha's like, we go now. Okay. Um, I don't think she's going to argue too much with that. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't think so. Nope. So I guess we're going to go hide in the school. Okay. While you are hiding in the school, Hector, you have been very busy complying with the master's will. Getting my face further mutilated. Yeah. Where I have rubbed sewer in my open wounds. Causing infections and more boils and more... Is it nighttime? Mm-hmm. Am I outside? Mm-hmm. I look good again. You don't smell good. What do you want to do in this time that you look good? I'm actually going to go... I'm going to go talk to the uh, local author, Fyodor. Fyodor? Okay. Where You find Fyodor in a small cafe. And uh, since I know he likes to hear about the goings-on from the pal- from the castle... I kind of give him the rundown of everything that's happened today. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a most unusual day. I you don't even know it all. What's that? You don't even know everything that happened. No. I know I know how much you, you like hearing about what goes on there, and you use it for inspiration, so I thought you would care to know. Thank you. I appreciate that. Is that considered an overture? No. Because it's got to be a request for something. You could ask him to write about you. Or draw you naked. Whatever. Your call. Like one of those French girls. <laughs> Do you have a place I could perhaps clean up? Okay, that would be an overture. Because I smell like sewer. <laughs> Jordan's one roll was a four. <laughs> <laughs> I got three. With five dice healing, yeah. roll one that was not a four, so. Yeah, he's going to let me go wash up at his place. Yes. Feeling that love, man. That's right. I got a whole two. He was feeling generous tonight. Or I was incredibly charming. Not with that smell. (laughs) That's mostly why he let you wash up, because of the smell. Mm. After that, I'm going to make my way back to the castle. Okay. To see what else I could do for the master. I probably should have showed him myself before I washed off the filth. But, yeah. Could be right about that. We'll see the infections in the morning. Yeah. All the oozing that'll be going on. When you get to the castle, you are actually confronted by the head steward. Oh. His name is Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. He wants you to get dressed in the fine servant's livery because you are going to be participating in the high dinner. I can do that. Yes. Go off and I get changed into my fancy clothes. My fancy pants. Mm-hmm. So the master was looking for an interesting face. He found one. Yeah, it's looking pretty interesting and wet, oozy. His, his daytime face is oozy. Yeah, his yeah. nighttime thing is like a reverse werewolf. You look great in the night. So I come back down to uh, take my place to help serve dinner. Okay. It is a fine dinner of three courses. You know, you have your soup course, which is a, a fine split pea soup tonight. And then you have a cranberries on a bed of spinach for the salad. You're not quite sure if it's venison, veal, or child for All the main course. Would be acceptable. It's no meaning to fed by a child. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on whether or not I got the meat that day, which I did not. Okay, am I I assigned to one particular table, or am I rotating through the whole crowd? So it's just one long table. Okay. And there's only about 17 people there. It's just the master at one end, and then a couple of the more important townspeople, and then the spy masters. Which of the townspeople are there? The mayor. The mayor's there. (laughs) The mayor is there. A few of the council people and also the head judge. I mean, am I just expected to serve food? At the beginning of the meal, that is what you were expected. Okay, so then that's what I'll do. At one point, uh, as you are leaving, the master excuses himself from the table. And he comes up behind you and puts his hand on your shoulder. Yes, master. 
But those in the kitchen and then go to my little party. Yes, Master. I would say that's a command. Um, so Love minus weariness for the minion and fear plus self-loathing. What's your self-loathing? Two. Two. So seven. Wow. And it's love minus minus twelve. Yep. All you need, Jordan. Just throw him. <laughs> <laughs> I see some fours. And then he beat me. Oh, yeah. Handily. So I put him in the kitchen and I amble my way down to his laboratory. It's up. It's actually up upstairs. to his laboratory. It was, it was at the top of the tower. Going the wrong way. I thought that was, oh, so his solarium is also his laboratory? No. No. It's a different, different staircase. Okay. When you get there, there is a woman that is there. Do I recognize this woman? No. No. Someone from town. Just a townie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, woman. <laughs> Hello. Are you here to wait for the master as well? Yes. Is there something you would like to do while we wait? Rock, paper, scissors, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I win. <laughs> now what? You're hammered, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I will wait here with you. A few minutes later, the master rushes in. He seems very flighty and very nervous, and he said, I wanted to do these with children, but one of them disappeared. You put on a dress. <laughs> that another command? That is a command. And isn't yes! It, isn't it funny if they only have that one dress? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not clean. It's got a hole in it. It smells like crap. It's got blood all over it. <laughs> I got a one again, so... Probably don't even need this. No. Yep. Oh, uh, fours! What? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. We're going to go ahead and call that. Yeah. Something you can put on the dress. Yes, master. And you, pointing to the tally, put on this uh, suit. Now I don't know where this is going anymore. <laughs> All right. Now hold still. He takes a small scalpel. He dips the blade into a vial and then dips it into a candle. And it just starts glowing. Now hold very, very still. Yes, master. <laughs> he begins tracing along your hairline very slowly. Very consistent pressure all through your hairline, past your ears, down, along your jaw, up past your chin, all the way back around. He puts his fingers on your forehead and he begins to gently pull backwards. Does it hurt? Even rod. Odd. Odd. Hey, it doesn't hurt. It feels wonderfully detached. And it lifts away and then it, he puts it back. And he turns and he does the same thing with the townie. All right, now go downstairs and wait in the hallway until I call you. Uh, no, no, don't worry. <laughs> he got a four. <laughs> I win. All right. Go downstairs and wait in the foyer. Yeah. Yes, master. In the hallway, not the foyer. There's a difference. Am I still wearing my face? For the moment. Yes. Okay. So he brings you both into the, the room and he says, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate that you have come to interview me and to take a look at my work to see if I could become a member of your esteemed society. I have been at hard at work learning the mysteries of identity, learning how one can not only change from one person to another to successfully infiltrate, but how to pass on immortality. Imagine what you could do with thralls from here to the end of time, each one passing on your face so that you continue to live. Watch my demonstration. And he wa walks over to you and he gestures for another servant to come and this servant is holding a silver tray and he peels off your face, places it on a tray, turns to the woman peels off her face and still holding it, turns back to you and puts her face onto your face. skull. And immediately you shift. Is my mind going with my face? No. My no. mind did not go with my face. Correct. Okay. When you look at the new your face on the new body, 
your mind is looking. The body at wearing a dress is now. So I look like the town woman now. Yes. Okay. But it is still the same mind. This is where the master does not realize what is going on. He thinks that he is transferring the mind with a face. Okay. But he is not. Okay. This is a mistake that he is making that he doesn't realize. Because he's never done it to himself. He has tried <clears throat> with himself without completely removing his face as well. Because remember, he didn't remove his face at all when he put your mother's face on. Right, right. So faulty science leads to bad outcomes. And removing faces. Yes. We're going to now go ahead and switch back to Barry. All right, so we're pew, still pew, in the bedroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, I got to say, Kevin, Talia, this feels right. This feels very right as we've explored, experienced together. What do you guys say we move in together, all three of us? We make this thing happen. The three of us together forever. This sounds like an overture. A double overture. <laughs> so do I, I'll do two separate rolls? Yes. Yeah, we're gonna that do, makes sense. This roll is for Kevin. Kevin's so in. <laughs> He's going to be in on that one for sure. If I remember correctly, this is just... No fours. <laughs> Gosh, Jordan rolled a one, so... The, a 13? Versus Kevin, one. Kevin, Kevin's like, yeah. <laughs> Kevin right. is in. So now Talia. It's really not fair. One four. Well, it's because he has a one in self-loathing, uh-huh. whereas we have like double Eight. digits, so <laughs> we can't convince right. anybody of anything. <laughs> How much love do you need to know? I'm there. Oh, you he have. Has that he has arrived. I have nine. L- love is greater than fear plus weariness. Okay. My fear plus weariness is eight. I have nine love. Oh, oh end so, game. End game. End game. So this is what happens at this point. He has a battle to the death with, with the master and destroys the master. Because yeah. love conquers all. Back in the dining room, three of the council members stand up and they shift back into the spy masters. These were the three that they had encountered previously. And they explain that, one, there's a fault with the science experiment because they can tell that the personalities have not actually shifted from one body to the other. Two... They say that he has failed because he does not know what is going on in his own castle. (laughs) That's an understatement. (laughs) And also that they are able to change their shape into whatever they want without even shifting faces. So why do they need him? When he finds out about Barry's little love nest going on in the residential section of the castle, he goes into a rage. We'll call it that. A rage. I'm sure. Against the machine. Against the Barry. But I have Talia and Kevin Sorbo with me. Yes. (laughs) And he storms in there, and he actually... He's going to go ahead and kill Kevin. Would he actually, though? Yes, because he is angry at you. He has flown into a rage. Okay, let me go ahead and read this to you. When the triggering occurs, the GM dramatically suspends the conflict with the master and cuts to each of the other players in sequence, aggressively framing them into dangerous and threatening scenes of their own, which they must resolve without the benefit of fear. If they're in a fight with townspeople, for instance, during endgame, they roll only self-loathing to act with hostility. Fear no longer contributes to their effectiveness. One round of scenes that way and the action returns to the minion locked in conflict with the master. With the minion's player testing for death of the master by rolling love minus weariness against the master rolling fear plus the minion self-loathing. Okay, that makes sense. So you'll do one scene with each of them to round it out, and then the final scene. That's correct. Okay, got it. So Gregor, for you, your danger, you had assumed your duty, and you had gone back to, you were talking about going back to get the wheels taken care of, right? Yes. So you have spent the evening with the blacksmith and his family. And helping take care of him helping since he's uh, lame. And he still has a working leg and two working arms. He's not lame. <sighs> Just broken. We're going to say that the blacksmith is angry at you. He's, he's angry at the master in general. Nah, I don't blame him. And he's actually going to start throwing hammers at you. Like, or, like, throwing horseshoes at you. Okay. Not like the game. Yeah, not like the game, but, like, actually 
flinging the magic as hard as he can. Boomerang style. Mm-hmm. It's gonna hurt. So I get to roll. Fear is five. And what is your self-loathing? Two. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Two. Eighteen. He's driving you out of the house, essentially, mm-hmm. by throwing things at you. You're, you're at the potato cart, <laughs> and you've actually, potato. you've become impatient, and you start, like, banging on the potato cart, and that draws the local townspeople, who are very angry that you're destroying something that is... A small, pleasant thing. Yeah, Mishka was actually well-liked in the community. It is well-liked. And the, the, to see somebody, even one of the master's people, destroying her potato cart is really egregious. Not fully destroyed. But you're trying to. I'm trying. Just toss some potatoes at you. What's your self-loathing? Seven. You really hate yourself. No, I really hate myself. Yuri does. No, oh, yeah, that's true. Yuri hates himself. He's got mommy issues. That's what made that happen. A lot of mommy issues. You ready? Eleven. Eleven. And then all the rest. <laughs> Eleven plus a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Only half mm. So, someone actually starts bringing torches, like, in, to, to light things up better. And when they see who it is, and you're, I'm imagining you're a rather brawny guy, right? So they actually start bringing the pitchforks to like try and prod you away. Aaron, yes. Sleep for your life. You and your face are standing next to each other. <laughs> the spy masters start swarming towards you. And they're they're going to try and pull your your face off, your your current face. Okay. You're not face off. I have two self-loathing. Okay. Two. Nine, and then the rest. <laughs> and then the rest. I'm sorry. I'm not going to count all no, of them if no. I don't have to. What's your self-loathing? Twelve. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven. At this point. The shadows disappear as the light starts to to really, like the cue and cry from the the crowd that's attacking, check off. It's starting to grow bigger, and there are more and more torches that are being lit, and the street lamps are actually being turned up, like the gas that leads to this. So all of the shadows in the town start disappearing. You you become visible, in trying to hide her while you're getting to the school. Someone interprets that as you kidnapping a young girl. They're very confused. It seems like an odd situation. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. They all just woke up during me bang things. They're all angry. So we're hearing me bang things. <laughs> so they're going to go ahead and attack you. Like a riot situation outside. So people are just ah, don't look that person. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of force between you guys. Yeah. 26. 19. So actually the crowd manages to separate you from Mishka. They're talking about lynching you. He works for the master. Kill him all. Exactly. String him high. Okay. What would you like to do to defeat the master? Because he's in the room. He's in the room and he's just like going after Kevin. So yeah, he's going after Kevin. Well, then I have to go after him, right? Right. Yeah. So you roll love minus weariness, and then I roll fear plus your self-loathing. Which would be six. So it's even. Oh, I rolled an eight. I also ate. Oh, something happened. If the minion wins, the master is killed, and the game proceeds to epilogues. If the minion does not win the roll, another round of scenes is had with uh, the other characters. Except that this time, the players get to call for scenes and then another test for the death of the master. Each time the master wins the roll against the minions, the minions gain a point of weariness, and the GM and the player negotiate the events of the scene. So it sounds like we get around where we say what happens. Right. Right. But it doesn't say anything about there being the ability to be high. Because you do not win, win. we continue. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think the tie actually causes an interruption at this point because we're in the end stage. Yeah. Okay, so he doesn't get to Kevin. And they're kind of like, it's Barry and the Master, like, locked in Mortal Kombat. Yes, exactly. Mortal All right. Kombat. Johnny. Yes. What do you want Gregor to do? 
Let's see. He was just chased out of the house. Yes. He's going to go to Boris, the butcher. Okay. And arrange for a daily delivery of meat to Ivan. Ivan the blacksmith. Ivan the blacksmith's house. Okay. They're going to have bacon every day. So I'm going to be... Yes, making never work towards worse. Okay, sounds good. So I'm rolling five. Reason, oh, one. You roll more than one. Yes. You won. I rolled nine. The meat delivery is set up. Check off. Well, since I can't defeat an entire horde of people with pitchforks and torches, torches, I'm going to run through the graveyard to the back door. I'm gonna go back into the castle. And okay. Sounds fair. At this point, Aaron, what do you want to do? Uh, you're being chased by the spy masters. They're trying to take your face off. My not face face? Your, your lady face. I'm going to attempt to take my face off, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm perfectly okay not having... I, I want my face back. I have a pretty face. Only at night. At, at night, night, yeah. Okay. I am going to attempt to take off that face and grab my face. But part of you the issue is... So you need to reach for your face before you take your face off because I can't see when my face is off. Yes. Good point. Rather, I'm going to go attempt to get my face back. Okay. That would be violence against yes, the NPCs. Okay. <laughs> so, and I just roll self-loathing, no fear? Yes. I get ghosts. I roll three. None. So, your face seems to want to stay with the lady. I don't blame her. <laughs> I mean, it. Yeah. Face hates you. <laughs> Even your Talk, face your hates you. Talk about self-living. Yeah, geez. bad face life. <laughs> All right, Yuri. All right, Yuri's got to try and get away from this mob that's wanting to lynch him. It's nighttime, right? Shadows. It's there's nighttime. Shadows. There's no shadows because everybody has torches. But that is to Yuri's benefit because now he's in firelight, and he is going to give the most captivating speech, speech ever speech, and no one speech. no one expects it from him because they just from hear the him stuttering kid. yeah and in his speech he's going to pretty much lay out all the tragedies that have happened to him and make a an overture uh, towards uh, the entire no people. an overture towards alexi oh to come who's to yeah some beat now yeah okay three one Yes! <laughs> wow. Yeah, everybody, I imagine as Yuri is, is speaking, if this was a movie, you'd have like the violins come up in the background. Are we not men? Yeah. And then you, <laughs> and then you, uh, you see pushing through the crowd, Alexi comes and pushes through the crowd and kind of stands in front of Yuri and like proclaiming, you want him? You're coming through me. Very nice. All right, so Barry and the Master are locked in Mortal Kombat right. still. So who's Mortal gonna win? Kombat. If you win this roll, then I will let you describe, like describe the death. Okay. Yeah, we both roll seven. There's one. Four. I got a four. Jordan got a four. I got a four. Twelve. Ten. Boom! Yo, Barry, Barry Turkleton for the win. So go ahead and describe <laughs> that. Describe this epic battle between okay. you and the Master. Master looks normal, right? Yeah. Okay, so he... As normal as he ever looks. He goes low, and he grabs his gonads and twists. <gasps> At the same time, puts his hand on his face and is pushing his head backwards. <laughs> and that takes him down to the ground, uh -huh. where he then chops him in the throat, like karate chops his throat, but it crutches his windpipe. And he starts fighting for air. And as he's down, he just puts his foot on his throat and pushes all the way down while he says, Got a better life now. I don't need you anymore. And now we all know love conquers all. Very terrific. Played by Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> the Liam Neesons. All right. The All final right. act of play for each player, including the one that just ended the ma master's life, is to narrate an epilogue for their character. There is one global constraint on epilogues. The narrations may not deprotagonize another minion. That is, an e epilogue cannot be narrated in such a way 
that it undermines the emotional and intellectual investment that other game participants might have in a given minions yeah. endeavors. That makes sense. Yeah. Most typically, a violation of this constraint would be a player trying to say how the minion of another player is killed off. Or how significant foils of that minion are killed or ruined in some other way. So we just look at what the epilogue constraints are and right. figure out what our ending is. So okay. if the weariness right. is greater than reason plus self-loathing, yeah. they yeah they flee or wander off, etc. and so forth. If two or more of these six conditions are satisfied okay. by a given minion's traits, the choice of which one of them to use for the character's epilogue result, rests entirely with the players. Oh, good. All right, so according to these uh, constraints, I have a love plus reason is greater than self-loathing plus weariness. The minion integrates itself into society of townspeople. Okay. The way I figure it is, in the Fallout, I am spending all every day trying to uh, get in the good graces of Ivan the blacksmith, while he cannot uh, work in the smithy due to his uh, shattered knee, I should say. I am doing my best to work the sm smithy. He still hates me for many months, but he sees how hard I'm working to keep his family surviving and eventually he uh gradually forgives me and do you ever get the hand of the woman you love three years later okay so it takes a long time it takes a long time it finally works out finally works out check off <laughs> so i'm going to take number five it says if love equals zero the minion emerges from the ashes of the end game as a force of fear in his own right i am now the master are you the master at the same town, or do you go off to find a, a, another town to be the master? The same town. The reason being, word of my veracity and taking out Pieter oh. gets around, and everyone Fiend. is in fear of what damage I can do. So you could be the beast. Yeah, it sounds like master. the beast brute. But Barry's in your good graces. Oh yeah, <laughs> Barry's in my good graces. Exactly. He could stay in the castle. I build up my own Menian empire, and... Periodically, have people abused for my amusement, for your joy, for my joy. They call it the circus. You you hire you hire Alexi. <laughs> I hire Alexi, and Alexi becomes the new Chekhov. <laughs> and I finally get in touch with Olga. And she has no choice. She has no yeah. choice because I'm the master. Hector. Hector has uh, learned to accept her new life. <laughs> as Hector, you know? Hector. And she, uh... As, as Sam. I mean, I mean uh, <laughs> Right? <laughs> what is it with me being half men, half women? Hector, um, you know, goes and joins the nunnery in the town with her friend Mary, who has no idea who she was her previous life. People only see me during the day. I am only known as the ugly nun. So you still stay ugly. Still say Occasionally, I do still sneak out at night. Nobody, when I sneak out, nobody recognizes me. Your turn, sir. All right, man. Yuri. <laughs> so where the scene left off with Yuri, he had just dissuaded the whole mob that was trying to lynch him. Yeah. Misha reemerges from the the crowd, and he he feels very triumphant and victorious at leading her to the tavern to meet. Matthew feeling like he's going to be rewarded, but basically he's ignored, and then they head into the tavern, and then moments later, Matthew comes out and just beats the crap out of him, mm -hmm. and says to him, basically, never be around Misha ever again. And he kind of runs off and hides in the night, in the shadows, and in the morning, Misha comes to potato cart and finds that the oven has already been lit and there's smoke pouring out of the oven and opens the oven and finds bones. Yuri's dead. Yuri climbed into the oven. He did. Yeah. To feel the fire of her warmth. Her brassiere. <laughs> <laughs> to feel the warmth of her brassiere. <laughs> Alright, and with that... So, at the end of Barry's story? Yes. Barry Turkleton, Talia Sergachev, and Kevin Sorbo found something special. And they decide to continue with this. So they all decide that they 
love one another equally. They can't live without each other. And with everything they went through, they buy a house together. Kevin continues being the sanitation master of the town. And the castle. And the castle, that's right. And uh, Talia, we work on putting together a new hat store for her. She still doesn't know how it burned down. And, uh, and Hopefully we'll never know. Barry and Talia run the hat store, and they pool all their incomes. It's an unconventional relationship, especially as far as the town's concerned. But they have the blessing of the new master, which keeps them safe. End story. And that is how my life with Master comes to an end. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed this special edition of Bone Growers Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.